Here's the problem. We're spoiled for choice in San Antonio when it comes to our amazing fitness options. And there's a lot of confusion going around when it comes to figuring out what kind of workout is best for your body and where you are in your fitness journey today. But don't worry, there's no longer a need to be confused when it comes to your health and fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Stairs, and this is the Healthy 210 Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Healthy 210 Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Stairs, and uh, today I'm hanging out at Ohana Academy with Jason Yarrington, one of the uh, instructors here. Um, Jason, if you can uh, introduce yourself and give us a little bit of background about Ohana. Uh, well, Aaron, it's really nice to meet you, man. Nice to be here with you today. Um, uh, yeah, we're, Ohana's been around since the uh, latter part of 2008, early part of 2009. Yeah. We now have four locations here in San Antonio. A uh, place where we use Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling, Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing, and mixed martial arts to help people become the best versions of themselves. Sweet. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's awesome. So for someone who's maybe not familiar with this kind of realm of Jiu-Jitsu and all the different kind of styles of things, what is um, what are some of the details about kind of what a Jiu-Jitsu class would look like or what kind of things are, are people wanting to expect when they come in for like a first class? No. Uh, so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is primarily kind of seen as um, a ground fighting techniques, mm-hmm. um, but we, we do a lot of stand-up. You know, a normal class is going to look to where people come in. We have warm-ups. We uh, have some community like um, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, teasers or like um, uh, uh, when we like or we're just playing like some games, just kind of. It caused some interaction between the students, so that yeah. way you know, like, kind of break the obstacles in the balls or the walls that are in between people. Because when you come to a class where people are going to try to choke you, break your arm, and everything, we try to like kind of just have fun a little yeah. bit in the beginning, and it's what we do. Then there will be like a general technique that's taught. Then we drill, and then we basically go live from whatever that position is. And when I say live, it does mean that you know, we pick a position, and someone is going to try to choke you. Yeah, is going to try to break your arm. Yeah, it's gonna try to do that, and it's a lot of fun, just because we allow people to self advocate. Sure, you know, so the tap is there to yep. where you feel uncomfortable, you don't like it, you don't really know what's going on, you're confused. You yeah, tap, and then everyone has to respect the tap. And so those two rules allow us um, a, a great deal of space to do an insane amount of things. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, you know, for someone who's like me, right? I've, I've you know read up a lot of things about jiu-jitsu obviously it's kind of very popular now it's kind of in a kind of in a wave right now you know with all, all the exposure that it's getting yeah. um for someone who's maybe not as familiar in those kind of techniques and things like that what is kind of the first thing that you would have someone try out uh well so we would probably do what most people would see we'd probably start from one of the most you know dominant dominated positions which would be a full mount. Yep. Most people are really familiar with this just from like schoolyard fights, yep. also watching the UFC. Yep. And so if we can take someone who already has maybe a, an internal built-in fear yeah. based on the way society portrays his position or from maybe their own experiences growing up, you know, if it's a female or a male, it doesn't matter. Right. We'll put them in there and we would probably teach them first and empower them on how to survive. Mm-hmm. And then once we do that, we progress with them, uh, they escape. And then get them into a dominant position to where they can feel empowered. And, nice. Wow. And that way, that when they walk out of here, you know, first class, right? They walk out of here with something real, something relevant, not one of those rectangle techniques to where they teach you grab my arm. No, not my other arm. You know, so you have 
you know, a girlfriend comes here, right? Wants to train. She goes home to her boyfriend. She's like, oh my God, I learned something so cool. Yeah. And then it doesn't work on the boyfriend, right? So we want to make sure the things that we're showing are real and relevant and no matter how big you are, how small you are, yeah. or whoever's going to do it with you, it's still going to be, you know, relevant in your life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much interest in it right now. And, you know, I think a lot of people just are, are very confused with all the different kind of schools, schools that are out there and you know, different kind of avenues that they can take. Right. So that's kind of the big thing that we're looking to shed some light on on that. So thanks for that. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, right now with especially the social unrest and all the different things that are going out there, I know that a lot of people are kind of looking out for non-lethal ways to defend themselves. Right. For sure. And um, that's one of the things that we pride ourselves is, is not so much, you know, the, the technique's going to be there, but you want to go to a community of people that are, or that you're willing to invest in your own failure with. Because yeah. to get proficient at this kind of stuff, you need to be able to do it thousands of times and fail at it a bunch of times until you get it right. Right. And you don't want to do that at a place or a community that you kind of feel like has a fight club or like bullies or you feel like people are judging you. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I think sets us apart from other people yep. is the inclusion factor of our community and the fact that we, we truly have unity doesn't reflect the uniformity, Yeah. but it's more a diverse amount of people, girls, boys, old people, young people, kids, you know, all kind of investing in their own failure for yeah. their betterment. So for sure. it's a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the kind of like the mindset piece. You kind of touched on it a little bit, right? Um, a lot of things to kind of overcome mentally as well as physically. Um, yeah. What are some of those struggles that you're seeing mentally when someone comes into the gym and the things that people are overcoming? Oh, there are paradigms, right? To combat, um, you know, overcoming someone's own. So first you, you have a couple certain types of people that come into the gym. One of them is the guy that is already a self-proclaimed expert in fighting. <laughs> right? It would never happen like that. I would just do this, da, da, da. And so you kind of have to break down those walls sometimes and you have to beat that pride yeah. and, and, and humble him enough to where he's willing to accept, oh, okay, I don't know what I'm talking about, but please show me, right? Yeah. But then you also have the, um, the, the, the paradigm of like, you know, a girl can't do this to a guy. And so sometimes you'll have a, a, a wall of fear that you have to overcome with certain people. And some of those people are going to have it from a, a, a post-traumatic moment right mm -hmm. that they're having in their lives that they're carrying with them mm -hmm. when they come to the gym yeah and they might not even be aware of it until you put them in a specific position and they don't even understand why they're freaking out right right so then you kind of like talk to them you know make sure that there's a, a peaceful environment to reassure them that there's no harm being done to them they're calm yeah and then you know we, we trigger that event over and over until we can overcome it yeah and kind of move forward and move past it and then you have the the girls that just want to go with girls the guys that just want to go with big guys, you know, small guys, little guys. So there's a bunch of little social paradigms that show themselves on the mat. Yeah. But we, we conquer them little by little and uh, and people grow a little bit each time and it gets easier and easier and easier. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Do y'all have like a, uh, a competition team as also? We do. Yep. We have a very big competition team and, and competitions are a big part of our culture. Yep. So whether or not you actually want to be a part of the team, it, it, it's really just a way of life for us. So we come in here, and in the beginning, let's say the first six months that you come and you were like, oh, I want to try jujitsu out. You start doing it, and in the beginning, showing up to the gym is enough of a trial yeah. to where you're growing. Right. But eventually, showing up to the gym three to six months into it becomes normal. And all of a sudden, like uh, what was kind of like causing certain hormones in your body, certain stressors and certain for your brain to respond certain ways, now it's relaxed a little bit too much. Yeah. So now that, that hormonal response is a little bit less. 
and now like uh, you know your fight or flight. Now it's it's not it's not any of that. It's kind of just chill. I'm with right. my friends. We're playing, <laughs> right? And so competition is a really good way for us to kind of always constantly have uh, uh, you know a, a fire refinement. Yeah. Right. So like we want you to be prepared. We want you to be ready because when chaos hits in the real world. There is definitely like a, a, a very in the fire burning, like, you know, loss of fine motor skills, yeah. you know, that happens. And so eventually when you're in the gym, that changes. So we try to use competition. And um, right now, because of COVID, we don't really have that opportunity. But sure. pre-COVID, every month or every three months, we would encourage people to go test themselves. And this way, you kind of like use the scientific method. Yeah. Right. Let's form a hypothesis. Right. We think these things work. Yeah. Well, OK, let's test them now here. But now all of those tests are leading to data to then go test yourself in a real competition to where you don't know how that person's going to react. He really wants to do harm to you. Yeah. And then now we can come back and draw a conclusion based on the results. Mm-hmm. Do we need to go back and rethink our hypothesis or can we check it off for this period of time in our life? Because things change. Right. Right. Like as you get older, you need to retest the things that you're used to do might not be really as efficient yeah now you're two years older and now certain certain uh movement processes and movement patterns of your body maybe you had like an issue with your hip and all of a sudden you can't do certain things that you used to do before right maybe there's a herniation in your back so now all of a sudden the game needs to change it doesn't take away the need to test those things to make sure that you're still staying relevant right so that way you can be reassured that if someone does try to pull you out of a car or someone pulls a gun on you while you're trying to get into your car and yeah. shopping mall, that you know and you can trust your body to respond the way it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Is that real life application outside of just coming in for a class for a workout, right? Exactly. And the yeah. closest thing we have to that is competition. So yes, we do have a competition team, and we're very successful. Yeah. Um, San Antonio Opens, IBJJF, um, UFC, and we have athletes in every major arena for combat sports. Yeah. Um, and as a team, we do. We usually win the team trophies whenever we go. But but, but we really we don't want to we don't want people to feel like they have to try on the team. It's really just it is a way of life, mm-hmm. and it's really just adhering to the scientific method when we're trying to grow our skills and grow our understanding of the things that we do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, it's kind of similar to what we use in, in, in therapy, right? When we have people coming through rehabbing an injury, right? It's kind of always using that, okay, where are you at right now? Where do we need to yeah. kind of retest and see where we're at? Exactly. Um, what what kind of things are y'all doing? Are y'all doing any kind of like supplemental workouts on top of the actual ground-based technique work and everything else that y'all are doing? Is there a kind of a workout mobility component to things as well to kind of work on these things? Yeah, that's huge. Yep. So we, we actually partnered with a company called Subtech performance okay um we're really knowledgeable guy named dustin castro and um he offers uh, uh, fitness conditioning mobility workouts and kind of a whole thing that is specifically for the dynamic movements of something that you're going to be using on the mat so it's not like yeah it's not like going to a normal personal trainer and saying hey these are my goals this is what i want to reach he's taking he's coming you're coming to him and you're saying hey i want to i want to move better on the mat I want to be able to be more explosive with my punches. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. And then he tailors the program for you. And he has some group sessions that you do, but he also is available for privates too. And Dustin's very knowledgeable and helps out a lot. Yeah. Really, really cool. For sure. But you have you have to do you have to do some form of of mobility stuff yeah. in, in partner with this because you're moving in a three-dimensional way yeah. that most people are not really prepared for. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, you know, you're going, you're going instead of being linear, now all of a sudden you're being spiral. And a lot of times, if you're not taking care of your body and you're not working on mobility, yep. that's the word mishaps are primarily going to happen. Yeah, 
for sure, for sure. And you also excuse my uh, my lack of knowledge, right? But uh, it's kind of like when you're in a position like a guard position or something like that, right? And you have to use a full range of hip mobility, right? Yeah. If you don't have that, then that's obviously going to show up on that. Oh, yeah. You're going to have uh, <laughs> inefficiencies out there, right? Yeah. You're going to feel like you're, you need to use a lot more muscle than using your postural alignment, which because, you know, I would prefer to be bone strong than muscle strong, right? <clears throat> bone strong, if everything's in alignment, I'm super solid, super strong, and I can stay there for hours, right? Yeah. Whereas if I have to be muscle strong, I have like a, a pre-depositioned amount of time yeah. that is going to slowly eat away. So the half-life of my muscles as compared to the half-life of my posture, right? Sure. If I can fix my posture, I can be strong forever. But if I if I have to rely on the muscles, that's just going to be a case-by-case -case basis. For sure. Some people might be able to hold it for a long time. Yeah. Some people won't. And you can't build a, a, a like a, um, a philosophy on self-defense or a philosophy on fighting yeah. based on something that's case-by-case. -case. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. For your own uh, personal practice, are there anything that you're currently really kind of drilling down on right now for your own personal practice? Mm. For me right now, you know, like um, I try really. So what I've found is that if I can, if I can prevent inflammation in my body, mm -hmm. so through my diet, my supplements, then I can continue to promote yeah. a, a better movement pattern. And then, because as as the inflammation in my body goes up, it's like the desire to want to move goes down. Yeah, and so then I have to work on decreasing the inflammation. So that the desire to go because man sometimes it's like it's it's really difficult when i'm really inflamed so a couple things that i've really been working on is obviously my food and the things that i put in my body but i'm also adding um, what's called a nad supplementation mm -hmm. yeah so i do i do pushes um i did like a, a protocol to where i did 500 milligrams every day on a push um and then i finish off with sub q for 60 days yep at 0.3 i use and then I go back for a maintenance dose of one 500 milligram push every two months. Got it. And what, what I've found is that this helps me, it helps the mitochondrial health of my cells, but it also really helps me keep the inflammation down in my body. And so yeah. I do CRP or what's it, C-reactive protein test on the blood. Yep. Kind of show just some indicating uh, like how my inflammation is. Yep. And it's incredible what that does. And then when I am yeah. on the mat, I do my yoga, yep. I do some of my free stretch, I do some Zidrovia, some of these shoulder mobility, hip mobility things. It really helps out so much yeah. and then really makes it so much more enjoyable and more fun. You know, the more moves you can do, the more the more fun I think ends up being. I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. Like if you had to only eat steak and eggs every single day, even though you like steak and eggs, right. you get bored of steak and eggs eventually. Right? Sure thing. But all of a sudden you show up and there's a brunch, right? And yeah. you get all these opportunities. You're excited <laughs> about going to breakfast. Yeah. A lot of that's hobbies on the mat. Right. In the beginning, you like steak and eggs, but like a year and a half into it, like if you haven't been able to diversify your moves, yeah. like the things that you get to do on the mat, mm -hmm. it's difficult. And so that goes back to my, at a foundational level, I have to be able to move. If I'm not able to move, I'm starting to die, right? right. And so like if I can continue to keep a freedom of movement in my joints, and, and stay hypermobile, yep. then man, it's a lot of fun out there on the mat. Oh, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, man. Um, there's a, have you ever heard of something called FRC or Ken Stretch? Uh, uh, no. No. Uh, so the guys that developed it, they're, uh, they're a, a chiropractic group, but um, they do a lot of strength and conditioning work. So they actually do a lot of work with like the UFC Performance Institute and things like that. And nice. Like, so they come around like, like on Academy and all that, and they yeah. do like 
little seminars here and there, but it's all about kind of gaining back that full range of motion on all your joints, but actually being able to fully control it. So a lot of kind of people who are in the MMA realm um, end up kind of trying to train within that because you're basically trying to train muscles at their end range of motion, yeah. which a lot of the time, you know, we're, we're in this mid range, right? We're hanging out in our day to day activities, to lose it. but you know, in something like jujitsu, right? You may be pulled into a position where you're at this end range of motion. You don't have that strength developed in that end range of motion. And because that's kind of the theory behind it is, Hey, get yourself into this position. What can you do to strengthen in this position? That's awesome. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's, something that it's, called, yeah. it's called FRC. So functional range conditioning. I love that. And uh, yeah, they have a second tier of it called kin stretch. And so that's kind of like one of their, their class based, um, programs. But then the FRC actually is just more so the online programming and, uh, figuring out like kind of assessment and what your body is doing. So it's something that we're certified in doing in the clinic, and we use it a lot with just our general population, our, our, our athletes, even at the youth level, even if not in like jujitsu or, or any kind of martial arts. Um, it really kind of helps with their range of motion control, getting back into return to sport, and maybe getting a little more resilient in a certain joint where they weren't before. That's why they got injured, yeah. right? Those injuries happen for a reason, right? You can't overcome. Think about like elbow, right? If you kind of lock that elbow out, you don't have that full, you know. That full control of those tendons in there and their fully stretched position, yeah. it's because you're never there, right? You're, yeah. you're never there, or you're not spending the time to train within that stretch position. So, yeah. so it's very applicable to, to this kind of field. Of that's crazy. Training. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look at that stuff because that's so true. You know, like, um, also, too, you, you start to degrade that. Like, if you're not, like you're saying, you're always in that medium range of motion, mm-hmm. so all of a sudden you don't even realize it. 10 years goes by and you can't raise your hands yeah. and your head anymore, right? Exactly right. You see it all the time with people that come in here. And yeah. Just like, oh, you're just stuck there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People who are just, you know, desk jockeys all day long and their yeah. hips are so tight because they just haven't expressed any hip extension other than standing up. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. Really <laughs> I'm going to take a look at that FRC. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, take a look at it. Um, yeah, man. So what I like to do is kind of give people um, who are listening some advice from on something on your daily routine. You already, you already talked about your NAD supplementations and things like that. Is there anything else that you've noticed in your daily fitness routine that's been a game changer for you that you can do without? Oh, yes. So ice baths. Ice baths. Ice, ice baths, cool. vibration plate, and sauna. Right? All right. So nice. like, I have this whole protocol that I do. I try to do it every day um, when I'm like, uh, when I am in, intestinally weak, okay. right? like uh, when I'm, having a little bit of less intestinal fortitude, like, yeah. uh, the ice bath seems to conquer me. But uh, breath work, ice bath, I immediately, so what I do is I, I, I got a chest freezer at home. Okay. I siliconed it up. I put water in it. It takes about two days, and it gets down to about 36, 34. I keep it right right around 34, 38 degrees. Yeah. And um, sometimes there's some ice buildup on the, on the sides and stuff like that. But, you know, for the most part, it's not too bad. I get in there, I do three to six minutes at a time, yep. submerge all the way to like my chin, yep. and then I dunk my head two or three times before I get out. I get out and I immediately I get on the vibration plate. I then do about 10 minutes of just vibration on the vibration plate. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I go sit in the sauna, I do 20 minutes in the sauna, yep. then I finish up with a cold shower, and man, that's like the best coffee I've had. <laughs> but, but also too, it's, it's so awesome to do an ice plunge and then work out. Okay. Yeah. It feels really good. And you get like, whether it is or not, placebo feels like I'm hypermobile. Um, and you, you kind of feel like you, you've took an, an ibuprofen yeah. on everything. Yeah. And you can just do everything. You kind of feel like you're five years younger. 
Nice. And slowly that goes away. Right? Sure. You warm up <laughs> and stuff like that. But it takes a minute. I mean, you're, if you plunge into like, you know, 35 degrees and you sit there for two minutes and you get out, you have about like two and a half, three hours to yeah. where you're not really at your core temperature is in fact normal yet. Yeah. And it really is impressive um, how that feels to not sweat and to be working out and be doing all the different stuff. Yeah. So those three things, four things, whatever it was, like, uh, you know, the breath work is important while I'm in the ice bath. Otherwise, I, I can't stay in there. Yep. And I get out and I immediately start to do the vibration plate for my lymphatic system, right? And then I immediately finish it up with the infrared sauna for about 20 minutes. Yep. And then do like a nice, it's not too bad. It's just a little cold shower. It's probably about 45, 50 degrees. Mm -hmm. No, that's not that cold. It's, it's got to be like 65, 70 degrees. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel cold at all. Yeah. And then, um, and then go about my day and I do all these supplements to do the NAD every day. And, uh, man, it's, it really, it really pays a lot of dividends when you're out there yeah. rolling with a bunch of people. Oh, I'm sure. Because everyone wants to kill me all oh, the time. I'm sure. Stop. <laughs> you, already yeah. heard, you already heard one person trying to want you to kill me. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, you got the target on your back, man. All the time. <laughs> so. That's funny. But it's like, a, you know, you go through this and you, when you kind of get more experience and how your body feels and really pay attention to that, you kind of figure out the things that work for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of to the effect of the, the you know, the the cold plunge or whatever the case may be, the freezer or anything, anything like that. You know, one thing that is readily accessible for a lot of people is just a cold shower, right? Right. Yeah. Like a, even if you're taking a warm shower, the last two minutes of it, just turn it as cold as you can right mm -hmm. before you get out. It's crazy how much you perk up from that. Oh, yeah. You still get the hormonal response just with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty cool. So, I mean, so if you don't have a, a, a freezer at home or an ice bath at home, then just a cold shower will, will do the trick to start off. <laughs> so if you have a bath, though, all you need is like uh... – I would do eight, eight to ten bags, ten pound bags of ice. Throw them in there. Yeah. Let it sit for like maybe five, ten minutes, and then jump in there and breathe. Yeah. And you'll be fine. But the, the cold shower does the hormonal response too. I mean, it's awesome. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure, man. That's awesome. Well, look, man, that's uh, it's been great kind of talking with you and kind of getting an insight into your world at, at Ohana. Um, if someone's interested and wants to come in for a class, we'll kind of figure out what y'all are all about. Uh, how can they get a hold of you? How can they get that settled? You can check us out online. Uh, okay. Our website is ohanajujitsu.com, O-H-A-N-A-J-I-U-J-I-T-J-I-T-S-U.com. Uh, uh, you can hit us up on the phone, 210-526-1175, or check us out on social media, Ohana Academy. We have four different locations, um, and also on Instagram, which I don't know what our handle is, but my, <laughs> my handle is at Jason Yarrington, and um, you can kind of get an idea of who we are, what we do, if you check yeah. it out. I have powerful word videos that drop every Monday. For sure. And it's all videos of guys training and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Me talking about character development and stuff like that. Yeah, that's great, man. I'll um, I'll, I'll make sure to link all that in the show notes. So just if uh, you are listening to this and you just want to get a, a quick click, just go to the show notes and everything will be there. All the social pages, Jason's and Ohana's. So that's awesome. Appreciate your time today, man. Oh, thank you, Aaron. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Before we start today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you knew about our free resource, the PR Life Roadmap. In this guide, we give you all the tools that you need to kickstart your health and fitness lifestyle. Whether you're working out through an injury, figuring out your fitness routine, or optimizing your fitness lifestyle, this guide is for you. All you have to do is go to our website, www.theperformancerepublic.com, and sign up for updates to receive your free copy of the PR Life Roadmap today. Enjoy the show.
you want more health and fitness guidance? If so, go download our PR Life Roadmap. It's your one-stop guide to all things health and wellness. This free guide gives you the exact steps to take so that you can start and stick to living the healthy lifestyle you've always wanted. That's available for free on my website, www.theperformancerepublic.com. It's also available on our social pages. When you sign up, I'll also include our pain relief guide as an added bonus. So whether you're working through injury, developing your fitness routine, or optimizing your lifestyle, we will support you every single step of the way. All you have to do is sign up today at www.theperformancerepublic.com. Don't wait to get your PR Life Roadmap today.